Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Hey, guys, we missed you on the Mastermind. If you purchased the book, which I can pretty much tell you most of you did, well, not most of you, but a lot of you did, thousands of you did, if you purchased Harris Rules and you were not on the Mastermind this morning, we missed you. We really did. And uh, if you want information on how to attend that event next Friday, please go to the website um, and there and just put in the search of our Mastermind, and you will find the information on the Mastermind. Remember, the Mastermind is free because you guys have helped make the book number one on Amazon. I know some of you are sick of us talking about the book. But tough mariachis, we're proud of the book, and so many of you guys are giving us great reviews on the book that we really sincerely appreciate the fact that you are benefiting from it. And, uh, yeah, so the Mastermind every Friday for the next 90 days, um, and uh, the information is posted at timandjulieharris.com. It is designed for the folks who bought the book, and for those of you who bought the book and have yet to leave a wonderful review, we'd certainly appreciate that. Do leave your name in the review. Um, and, uh, yeah, guys, again, thanks for making the book number one. And you guys want to hear something really batshit crazy? Get this. The book has been consistently between number four and number 15 in all of nonfiction on Amazon um, – and all of nonfiction on Amazon Kindle books, okay? So that means that it's not just basically doing well amongst the real estate books, which I wasn't really surprised by, but it's doing great amongst all nonfiction on it for Amazon Kindle books. That is crazy. I mean, it's been as high as like two and three and four, and then, you know, a little bit later in the day it might go to nine. It's, the book is getting a life of its own. If you've not yet read it, um, listen to the thousands and thousands of agents that have and go grab it. You can still get it on uh, in the Kindle version for, um, I think, $0.99. Cents, or if you're a Kindle member, it's actually free. Or you can buy a soft cover for 15 bucks. okay? There's going to be a hard cover coming out. We're going to do an audible, ah, I said it right, version of it um, sometime uh, the beginning of next year or maybe the end of this year. It depends how many new projects Julie wants to take on. So, Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. It's a pleasure as always. And as you said, thank you so much for all these uh, wonderful reviews. We very much appreciate it, especially because the reviews, what you guys are saying, shows us that you're not just going there and throwing a review up. You are actually reading it, implementing, and appreciating because you're getting results. So keep up the good work. Keep us up there on Amazon. And also, as you said, I think the uh, hardcover is also available for ordering on Amazon no, no, right cover. now. Or, or soft cover. Soft well, yeah. non-download. Hard, hard cover will soon. Yeah. It's coming. It's all there. Yep. It's all good. Maybe we'll have, Julie, maybe we'll do a collector's edition. What do you think? And my, you, and I <laughs> might be, you and I might be the only two that buy it, but still, sounds we'll good, doesn't it? it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll collect the only two collector's editions. We'll all send right, a copy so look, to our moms. <laughs> anyway. That's right, for Christmas. But look, guys, again, sincere thank you. Um, and, uh, Julie, do you want to give any recognition to folks that have uh, – do you have anybody ready uh-huh. to go, or do you want to get right back to our well, content? I know you want to – Yes, it depends on how much you want to give away about the Mastermind, because there's a lot of posting on Facebook right now as a result of our first Mastermind group, people talking about their commitments that they made. So thank you guys for posting that. Many of them have posted some pictures of how they're going to keep track of their goal that they set in this morning's mastermind. And let's see, 
lots of fun, inspiring pictures. Yes. So there you are. So I just wanted to give a kind of a mutual group shout out to everyone who posted their commitment to fourth quarter and what they will do no matter what. So lots of action there. A few new members, so welcome to you guys. There was a question from Damaris Radut about uh, considering different brokerages, how do you make a decision? And so I responded by reminding everyone that maybe having that thought, uh, we did a podcast called Seven Traits of the Best Brokers, Managers, and Team Leaders. That's going to help you make some of those decisions. So that's on Facebook as well. And back to you. Okay. So as far as um, comments on Amazon, and the, um, we're going to read a few of these and Julie get ready to present yeah. uh, the next point. You got it. So these are just mm-hmm. quick ones, and these are great. Uh, Catherine Welsh, uh, thank you very much for your uh, great review. Very, very helpful. This book has opened my eyes to areas that I'm neglecting in my business. I just finished it and will read it a second time next week while on vacation. The book is less, less than 150 pages, guys. We cut out all the normal book BS. I don't know if you guys are readers. Julie and I are we read all the freaking time, and I have to tell you that 99% of the time, middle uh, the middle section of any book is skippable. You could just read the beginning, you could read the end, and you pretty much get it, and the stuff in the middle is just fluff. Well, we didn't do that. We Just like our podcast, frankly, just like our coaching program, it's practical, tactical, designed to get you guys into action, make you money. Great comment from Amber. I really like this one, Amber. Thank you. Authentic, real, amazing. These guys have helped me immensely, and their book uh, will help agents and business owners everywhere. Highly recommend. Um, and then let's see. This next one is great, too. This is from Jen. A fantastic book. This book uh, in TNJ Coaching is Where the Rubber Meets the Road, Plan of Action, Just Do the Work, especially when you don't want to. I love how you guys, so many of you, I bet 50% of the reviews have said uh, a version of just you know doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is your key to long-term, ever-increasing success. And man, is that true. I feel like I've only applied a quarter of their plan, and the work has been laser-focused and made uh, uh, me extremely profitable. Good, Amber you, or Jen, you get it, profitable. We're not just talking about units or transactions. We're talking about actual profit. In my second year as an agent, and already in the six in six, six figures, hoorah! Uh, can't wait for the audible version. <laughs> Good, I said it right. All right, and we go on and on. Look, guys, we love the reviews. All right, Julie. So, um, yes. What do you? What, did I just catch you reading something? Audible, you were, weren't you? Did I say it wrong? Audible. Oh, I'm just yeah, gonna give up. Okay. All right, here it is. I'm giving up on trying to say it. I'm now just gonna say books on tape. It's all right. I'll show my but age. But you have but a new challenge care. anyway. Fiscal versus physical. So that's your new challenge. Oh anyway. Lord, come on now. It's Friday. <laughs> give me crash. a break. I know you got it. I know. Okay, I know. so I totally, back to I totally yeah. completely deserve it. <laughs> all right, so guys, okay. look. The topic is the pro- topic is prospecting sucks. Do it anyway. You guys can tell I wrote that title. And, uh, yeah, so make sure you listen to – Julie, is this part two or is this part three? This is part this two, is part right? This is part two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so listen two. to part one over on timandjulieharris.com. Uh, um, so uh, what point are we on, Julie? We're going to start with point five, but right before that, a, a quote reminder from Dale Carnegie, which I think really applies to this. He wrote that inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. That's from Dale Carnegie. So, ready for point number five? I'll do it. Are you chasing suspects or prospects? That was written written very well, my dear. Are you asking questions and using scripts, or winging it and playing to and praying to the real estate gods with small G? If everyone on your drip system uh, or are having real conversation, is everyone on your drip system? Are you having real conversations, asking real questions, and listening to their answers? 
Um, and you know what? And I read Julie's excellent point five there. Are you chasing prospects? Are you chasing suspects or prospects? And then so many of you have only been in the real estate business for 10 years or less. Virtually probably 80% of you have only been in the business for 10 years or less. And you've, you've, your education or where you've gone to get information has always been about, for the most part, passive lead follow-up, passive lead generation. No one has really explained to you the difference between passive and proactive, so I'm going to now briefly. Passive is virtually everything you're doing. Proactive is what you should be doing. There you go. I just did it. So passive is anytime you SMS, anytime you send an email, anytime you tweet, anytime you Facebook, anytime you send a postcard, anytime you do anything that is not having direct communication with a potential buyer or seller, preferably a seller, right? So that is the difference between active and uh, passive or proactive and passive. You have to, the money is never in the passive. And yet, so many people talk about the passive. Why? Because it's easy to talk about. Because nobody has any resistance whatsoever about setting up a drip campaign or mailing postcards. Because you're just hoping and praying that somehow a lead is going to show up in your email, your voicemail, your, your you know, whatever, right? Isn't that how it really works? Isn't how you really think? If you've only been in the business for 10 years or less, everyone has been reinforcing the idea that the way to build a successful business is being passive. That is total and complete bullshit. If you do not have your business fundamentals based on being proactive, you will go broke. The passive stuff does not work to generate leads in a sufficient enough quality that you can actually build a predictable, duplicatable business. You can never count on somebody who's going to sell you leads to be able to sell you leads forever. And you're always going to be beholden to writing a check or giving, giving a credit card number to buy leads. If you know how to generate your own leads and that becomes your primary lead generation spoke in your real estate practice, you will never have to be dependent on all the people trying to sell you leads and seduce you with the idea that you can passively generate business. Now, you do have a right to want to create more passive spokes on your lead generation wheel after you have mastered the proactive spokes. What you guys have done, and no one's ever told you that this is stupid, is you've all basically ran to the passive stuff, spent tons and tons of billions and billions of dollars, quite literally, on the passive stuff, and when it doesn't work, you're surprised. Okay? <laughs> it never has worked. It never will work. The passive stuff should only be there to reinforce the proactive stuff. For example, making it practical. If you're going to do, for example, a holiday mailer, which all of you should do, to your centers of influence and past clients. Do a nice little, like what Julie and I used to do, we had tons of centers of influence and past clients, but we would hand sign every single post or every single card. Now there are some crafty uh, systems out there nowadays where you can basically have holiday cards that go out where they have, uh, the system will basically sign your signature on the card. Go ahead and do that if you have a big list. If you have a small list, do them all manually. But what you do is you don't just mail the card. You mail the card, and then you follow up with the phone call. The phone call is where the magic is, not the card. If you have, for example, if you do a, uh, any kind of campaign, any kind of mar if you want to set up a geographic farm, that's great. But the geographic farm by itself in most markets won't work unless you follow it up with uh, literal going out and prospect, door knocking, making phone calls. When you combine those efforts, everything works really well. Now, here's the important part of this. 
You can just do the proactive, the calling, and have great results and never do the passive, which is the mailing. Be clear on that. If you do the calling, you'll make money for sure. Use our scripts. It doesn't take too long to get good at it. You'll definitely be successful if you do the proactive. If you do the passive, which is the mailing of the cards, you'll probably go broke. But if you do the proactive, which is the calling, the door knocking, the actual work, and then you do the passive to reinforce it, that will work together. But you don't – you guys get the differentiator here? The proactive will always work. The proactive that's enhanced by the passive will make everything work a little bit better. But just doing the passive really doesn't work. So be very clear about that in your minds. That's true for any business, any business owner. Next point, Julie. That's it. And related to that is a very simple point. But many coaching clients have said to me, this has made a huge difference. Here's the simple point. Answer the phone. Stop hiding out through voicemail, landing pages, drip systems, elaborate screening systems. Be there for the prospect when they need you or relinquish their business to someone who is. Pretty simple point. Okay. So I, and I've had, I think you've had this happen too. Many coaching clients, after they get this, like the next call we hear them on, they go, oh, my God, I can't believe what a difference is. They say things like, I just have to answer the damn phone. It's like this big light bulb goes off, right? So answer the phone. Yes, you have to answer the phone even if it's like a blocked number or it's from out of state. Maybe it's one of your premier coaching colleagues sending you a referral from out of state, and they're going to go to the next person we recommended because you didn't answer the phone. Okay, so answer the phone. Point number seven. Mindset well, but, you know, and – but, but, yeah. but, but, Julie, ahead, that's, we can have you're her. talking about really about – the essence of what you're talking about is lead follow-up, right? If Pretty you much, guys yeah. Want this, Absolutely. If you guys want the easiest way to increase your revenue, we did a – now, this was probably about five, six years ago, but we did a little study, and we took, the, took literally took a group of our uh, better clients – and we had them, you know, be honest about their lead follow-up. And every single one of them was, you know, they're good at it, but they weren't great at it. And so we challenged them to basically be following up on all their leads, no matter where they come from, with a phone call within like, you know, three minutes of receiving it or less. And we had them basically, you know, we trusted that they were doing it. And they, each and every one of them generated, they said, at least like five or six additional transactions in the first 30 days from just doing lead follow-up. Now, remember, these are agents that were already great producers, and so they had listings, you know, all the rest of it. But what too many agents are doing is they never learn powerful lead follow-up skills, so as a result of that, they don't do the work, or they think they can delegate it. They think they can delegate it to a third-party company or to some assistant. It Lead follow-up, urgent lead follow-up is the absolute absolute most important you know we call it furiously fast lead follow-up guys do that do that this weekend just test it see what the experience is when someone calls you or emails you or sms's you when you call them back urgently and right away and you use our scripts and like for example a lot of the leads you'll get out of the gates are going to be buyer leads at least that's how they present use our script hello mr hi i'm calling about one two three elm street oh that's a terrific property everybody's calling on that property let me check to see if that one's still available oh by the way which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling do you see what we do there? We want to pivot the conversation right to the, you know, about if they have a house to sell. That's where the money is at. So use our scripts. Julie, next point. Yes, that's it. So next point is number seven, mindset and expectations are 90% of the prospecting battle. You, here's a quote from Zig Ziglar. You were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. 
And Tim, I was just reviewing, uh, we referred to this yesterday, that uh, TED Talk about how to practice and how gaining the basic skill isn't enough. It's taking it to the next level. And they talked about on that, that TED Talk that visualizing in vivid color that you are winning, that you are improving, has actually been tracked to have the same improvement effect as doing the actions. Now, that's once you have the actual skill. And I think that's what we're talking about here. Mindset and expectations are 90% of the prospecting battle. I believe that to be true pre-listing appointment as well. Think about the difference between the agent that approaches the seller's door and, and has been ingrained with, well, you know, expect to take 50%. You know, maybe if you take two out of four, you're doing pretty good. That's normal. Versus the agent that says, this is my next listing, period. Who do you think is going to actually take the listing? So here's the question. Do you expect to set an appointment when you do lead follow-up? Do you expect to take the listing when you present? Or do you succumb to the 50% rule? Well, half's supposed to work out anyway. Excuses, excuses is what I wrote in my notes. And I always remind people you wouldn't accept a 50% success rate from your kids in school. And even if you would, the teacher and the school isn't going to pass them. Okay? So if it's not acceptable to say an eight-year-old, why have some of you decided that that's normal and to be expected? What it is is an excuse not to, to work on your skills because if you go in thinking, well, that's just a statistic, then it's not your fault versus saying, this is my next listing no matter what, or when you're doing your lead follow-up, I am doing lead follow-up with the intent to set appointments, not just to screw around and throw them in my drip program. Make sense? So point number eight. Point number eight, prospecting requires courage, don't be a wimp. Courage is uh, r rightly esteemed the first of human qualities because it's the quality that guarantees all others, Winston Churchill. So I'm going to embellish that point just ever so slightly and Julie, get ready for point number nine so we can knock these out today. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. Guys, it's important to understand that you will probably never enjoy prospecting. As the title of today's podcast and yesterday's podcast, it will probably always suck. And here's what we want you to do. Do it anyway. But don't just do it. You've got to do it at the highest level. And understand that on the other side of that suck is everything that you want. That's really the bottom line. Are you actually really ready to achieve the things that you say you are? Then you need to do what you don't want to do and when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Julie and I have this fun conversation sometimes with our individual clients. You know, we'll say, what are the three things that you're avoiding the most? <laughs> you know, and these are people, some of them making millions of dollars per year. What are the three things you're avoiding the most? It's always the same damn thing, the same things that any agent has struggles with. Well, sometimes they're more complicated, but the essence of it is, is calling all the leads back right away, you know, doing the prospecting. Now, they might be disciplined to do it to the point where they do it every day no matter what, but they don't like doing it. You know, they'll do it, but they're not, you know, it's not something they have ever, after decades, have found pleasurable. And, and then you, maybe you'll have some other issues as well. But when you ask yourself that question, a vast majority of you, the answer is going to be obvious. You don't want to actually do anything that's going to put you in the way of an actual potential somebody who can say no to you. Unless you're putting yourself in the way of somebody who can say no to you, you're not doing your job. Okay, there it is. Unless you're intentionally having five to 10 conversations a day where someone can say, no, you're not working. Write that down. Remember that. Have that be one of your minimum standards. That really is the bottom line. Point number nine, Julie. Point number nine, be more fascinated by your prospect or client than you are with yourself. Make it all about them. From Jeffrey Gittimer, he said, the key to mastering any kind of sales is switching statements about you 
how great you are and what you do to statements about them. I think that's a huge point because it's all about ego, right? So be more fascinated by your prospect or client than you are about yourself. What you can really translate and apply from that, guys, is when you get all resistive to doing lead follow-up or prospecting or anything of that nature, you resist because of how it's making you feel, because it makes you feel like you're a salesperson. Oh, no, right? Because it makes you uncomfortable because somebody could say no to you. But that's you being fascinated by your own self versus getting down with the questions and the answers and listening and being of service to your prospect or your client. And I've had lots of coaching clients say over the years, as soon as they got this point and stopped making it all about themselves and started being of service, that all of a sudden prospecting became almost a joy, completely different flavor than how they were looking at it well, and going be about careful. it before. Don't get hung up on Julie's word of service. Service is one of those words that's just worth it has no meaning now. What she's really talking about basically is focusing on being of service to the person you're talking with. And to her point, she's talking about ego. So if you guys aren't if you want to a more of a drill down on this, read the book Ego is the Enemy. Ego is the enemy. Service is not basically following your CRM or sending out postcards. That's not right. what we're talking about. Right. The service that we're talking about is an ego level a shift that when you actually take it, it will change your life. It will change your interaction with everybody, not just your customers. All right, Julie, last point. Last point is number 10, create raving fans. Do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level that anyone's ever done it at. Okay? Chris Murray wrote, make sure everyone who works with you or for you feels the need to tell others about the incredible experience. That's talking about not just the doing of it when you don't feel like doing it. Don't forget that third part to one of our rules. Do it at the highest level, and do it at the highest level that anybody's ever done it at. If you're going to do it, why not be the best at it? It doesn't take that much more effort, and you'll get ten times the results. So create raving fans by doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, but be the best at it. And those are our points and rules about prospecting sucks, do it anyway. Okay. Remember, we opened this discussion with prospecting and urgent lead follow-up is the fuel for your business engine. Starve the engine and you fail. Feed the engine and you succeed. Keep the tank full. It's a simple rule to follow. Back to you, Tim. So, guys, listen, I'm now – uh, I'm glancing at the Facebook group. And those of you who are on the Mastermind call today – Please do post your TFW goals for the rest of the uh, rest of the year on the Facebook group. Participate if you're not if you've purchased the book and want to be on the mastermind. Just go to timandjulieharris.com and in the search bar, just put in the word mastermind. And you'll find it. We're going to put a replay up for today's uh, event. But do engage for the rest of the year, guys. Uh, you know we we've talked about this, and some of you guys, Tim, you say that too often, but you know what? You need to start listening. Here's the bottom line. You have to be engaged the rest of this year. You cannot coast the rest of this year. You have to stay drilled down the rest of this year. Follow a specific plan. That's the reason we're doing this mastermind. It's our way of saying thank you to all of you guys that helped to make the book number one on Amazon. And, uh, yeah, you guys have helped to make Julie and I – we, you've helped us accomplish a lifelong goal, so this is our way to help make it so that you guys end up having your best years ever and then prepare yourself to have even a better year next year. If you guys need us for anything, send an email to Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. 
This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.